This is Ham Radio, fighting the war against the purification of America. Because who needs that shit? Why? Because we can. Follow us, follow us, but not too close. On Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Ham Radio Show. Ham Radio. Tastes so good, make you want to slap your mama. Don't it, Willie? Yeah, boy. Hey, mama. What the hell you want, Willie? over what happens on your show. If you don't, don't, if you don't, then you suck at your job. Then you suck at your fucking job. Oh, yeah, I know all about the FCC. Billy McNeese. Listen, I'm here to get my money back for that ham radio. Battery boy. You are a scumbag. You are a scumbag. I did tell him to stop. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Professional radio without the rules. I got it. Make that clinic big and hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so fat for you. Radio today, ham radio. You didn't say any of that. You're, you're, you're a liar. Oh my god, we need to find this fucking tape back. I, I did scumbag. Fighting the war against the purification of America. Because who needs that shit? You, bad boy. Here's your target for tonight. And now, ham radio. Now that you opened up the demon in me. I think I just uh, made people deaf. No. <laughs> Where the moonlights. <laughs> it is the Ham Radio Show. We are live right here. The Unfiltered Radio Network, of course, HamRadioShow.com. 
We are also on Facebook Live right now in the Facebook Live suite. Only accessed by going to my Facebook page, and then you'll see my big, fat, hairy face. Uh, that's right there for everybody to check out. 718-577-1389 is the hotline. It is a big fucking show today. How big? How big is it? <laughs> it's astonishingly big. Oh, it's so big, Joseph. How big is it? I'm telling you. Jesus. Oh, wait a minute. Let's see how big it is, Joe. Whip it out, Joe. Can you, can you whip it out for me? Mmm, delicious. That's Please so, don't cry. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. You just I, make me want to cry. You're right for the show, too. Ah, we got... All right, so here's what's going on, just to fill everybody in. Tell me about it. We got a huge fucking show, like I said. 718-577-1389. I already gave that out, but I thought I'd give it out and again. Yes. Anyway. Yes. Um, so, on the show today, we have the first off, let's do, in the studio right now. He's looking around because he's just... He's like a deer in headlights because the poor guy doesn't get out that much. Well, there's bisexual Marcus. Fuck him. He's black. All right, moving on. Okay. Hey, Liam Neeson hates you. So <laughs> moving on it over here. To kill you. That guy right there is, wait, your mic's on. Hold on for a minute. What are you? I mean, I get out. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He let you out. Hey, Mary Poppins is casting again. We'll get to that, too, in a minute. Uh, JoJo Bananas over here, a.k.a. Uh, Joe, how do you say your last name? Speak it to the mic. Make sure you're there. Oh, it's Kasuchi, yeah. but... Kasuchi. I'm Joe Kasuchi, but alias JoJo Bananas, because okay. sometimes I go, <gasps> Bananas! There you go. <laughs> It's not really an act. This is pretty much what he is. Jojo Bananas. My, it's a big one. Thank you. Uh, Jojo Bananas hanging out with us today. Uh, just in studio. Partying. Hanging out. Joe on the other mic. Uh, bisexual Marcus. Uh, right there. Trying to figure out if Liam Neeson is a racist. Moving on. By the way, super califragilistic. Go fuck yourself. Uh, moving on over here. That's me. How are you? Uh, also, we have Noel sitting in the back. Noel, uh, you have a guitar, right? Howdy, folks. There you go. Noel has a guitar. So periodically, you might hear some strumming going on. It's a big show. So we're having a, a nice festive show. feel today on the program. Um, we have... Um, not only Jojo Bananas, and I know people think that that's fucking big. Because Jojo Bananas, why do they call you Jojo Bananas? Go ahead, say it again. Because they call Bananas. There you go. Jojo Bananas hanging out with us. But that's not just the only big thing going on. Uh, author, multiple-time author, multiple-time world heavyweight champion, also uh, WWE Hall of Famer, and uh, I guess you could say friend of the show. I mean, yeah. the guy likes us. Well, you think so? Um, Diamond Dallas Page is going to be on the show today. That's big. But that's not even the biggest fucking thing. So we go from a diamond. Well, first we go from a banana (laughs) to a diamond (laughs) to a stone. Because Roger Stone is going to be on the show today. I I just got that. No, very good. (laughs) Took Joe a couple minutes. He'll figure it out. JoJo, why do they call you fucking bananas? Because sometimes I go bananas. There you go. (laughs) <laughs> I gotta turn his mic down, but that was. Uh, but Roger Stone, you've seen him on everything. You've seen fucking um on Fox News, CNN, MSNBC. You've seen him in and out of courtrooms on Netflix. You saw him on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, Joe, did you watch that movie yet? No, I was gonna watch it today, but something happened. What happened? I don't know. It's something crazy. happened, so he, I didn't. He was what? constipated I was, again. I was busy. Oh, by the way, speaking yeah. of Joe's constipation, yeah, well, everybody needs to know. They need to know on the um, hammer. Radio Show website. Yeah, sure. There is a poop watch 
If you go to hamradioshow.com, we have a, we have a, we have a, um, like a logo. I had Nick make it. It's to keep tabs on when Joe took a shit last. Joseph isn't shitting again. Last time, last time was, was, uh, Monday? No, it was a Sunday, Sunday. During the Super Bowl? Sunday, oh, yeah. Good for you. Wait, I, 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 I had to make the people loud. I bought a bowl of apricots today, so... Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so I think I'm going to go tomorrow. Did you learn from my <laughs> Did you learn from my Vegas apricot story? No, but uh, I've always liked apricots. So, dry oh. apricots. so I bought a whole big bowl. You want me to bring them down a little No, bit? I'm not eating no. apricots right now. <laughs> Fuck that. No. We go I got to talk yeah, to Roger Stone. Bring something that'll kill me. It's enough. I got JoJo Bananas in here, and he's going bananas. I know. I don't need to eat apricots and shit all over the floor. Well, all right? It's not going to fucking happen. I mean, bisexual market, you know, you in the scat? I don't even fucking Ew. Know. I don't Ew. know what you're in. Huh? He hasn't thought about it, but now that he's oh, yeah. I don't do scat. I don't know what you're into. Are you constantly oh, yes. Fuck no, I'm not. No, because yeah. he, he took a dick in the ass and it loosened everything up and everything. Else. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll do it. That'll make it come out. Maybe that's what I need. I shat <laughs> twice before I got here. Aw, congratulations. Bisexual Marcus Poop Watch. Yeah. He shat twice. Joey Bananas, how many times did you shit before you came here today? Once, Joey Bananas only shit once. Billy, did you shit? Nah. No shitting? No, um, Constipated Jones no, all day? No, I'm good. No, nothing? No. Not even a little gaze? No. Oh, I, a... I can work on it. Huh. I'll try. Aww. Please do. I'll, I'll try to get something. Please do. Out. No, did you take a shit today? Uh, three times. Three? You got three times the shits from all these are string Three times. Beam. That's why he has no fucking body weight. Look at this guy. He's all just shitting all day. I'm <laughs> shriveled. And Joe, did you shit at all today? No. No. I'd kill the Joe, get on mic. Be a professional, no, would you? We're sharing a mic. That we, I know. We got such a full house today. It's, I know. It's incredible. Yeah. And we're not even done yet. Ricky Love will be here later as well. Oh, sweet. Yeah. We, we have a fine quarter of black people. It's still not a good ratio because there's way more white guys There's way today. too many... White faces. Uh, Go ahead. You were going to say cracker. I was going you to. You racist <laughs> I was really going. Oh, you shit. racist piece of shit. <laughs> I was really going Can to. Can I be the Trisket? <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a saltine. I know. What kind of cracker are you? Yeah. I'm a Ritz. Oh. Big dick? Yeah, I do have one. Thanks. Um, all right, so. You sure? I, it's there. Later, it's fat. Marcus, you can find Marcus, do you want to see it? If you don't, don't beat around the bush. I'm not. I didn't say you want to see I my just, dick? I Jesus just, Christ! Just, you know, Marcus, we still have Christmas gifts for you. Oh yes, you, you do. Know yeah, this. we do. Man, sorry, we we thought we blackened it up. Yeah. I'm sorry. What? It is Black History Month. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. That's why we have two black guys here today. Yes, it is Black yeah. History Month. Yeah, it is. Congratulations. You know what I got you? We're gonna have the two black guys battle, and the last one that wins, you know, gets to be King of Black History Month. What is he giving out? You give it away money. Again. Did he give ten thousand dollars for Christmas? Is this actual money? Yeah. Please, not actual please, money. please try to spend it somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> please, this son of a bitch. Please try to spend it somewhere. This son of a bitch <laughs> gave me ten G's in fake in counterfeit money. Yeah. I want to throw this at him. Right, hey, let me tell you something. I really appreciate that big black cock you gave me. Let me hey. tell you. Oh. Wait, no wait, wonder wait, he's wait. constipated. Everybody, shut up. Wow. Joe, repeat that again, please. Uh, what? What did you just say? Oh, again? He gave me a chocolate cock. No, 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 no. no, no repeat. No. I appreciate because we didn't hear it. It broke up. Oh, I. I I appreciate he gave me that big black cock. There you go. Undercover faggity. Yeah. No, he did. He did. It's Please, a very somebody. Nice gift. You want Please, to see it? somebody fucking isolate that. Oh, Lord. So I have a drop of Joe saying, 
I appreciate that big black cock. I'm starting to go bananas. But I, you know what? <laughs> I, I think I can actually use this. Now I can actually start, you know. Yeah. Are you going to go to the strip club and just No, no, around? no. I'm going to actually start pipping bitches now. There you this. go, man. You're in business. Get that big, big why, cock. Why, why must you play into the stereotype? Of what? Of, like, just get a big hat with a fucking brim and a feather in it. No, just... that's too tacky you for me. Fuck. All right, so anyway, speaking of things that we had to give you, since you haven't been here in a while, uh, you, we did give you, this was from Dallas to Santa. Oh, yeah. Uh, so this is from White Trash Christmas, so you might as well open up your gift as well, on the yeah. air. Come on, Huggy Bear, open that up. <laughs> 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 All right, what'd you get? Uh, uh, oh. salad. Yummy, yummy. That's the case. So there is a reason why I got you this gift. Let me just put it on camera and I'll give it back to you. Okay. See this right here? It's called Basket Case. Yeah. Because if anybody in this room knows what it's like to have balls come to your fucking head. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it would be Marcus. Oh, my goodness. So I thought that would be... That, that was, was clever. Thank you. I like it. Thank you. That's sexist. Is that sexist? He's had balls in his fucking face. <laughs> that is not sexist Of all. all of us here, even JoJo Bananas, who's yeah. going fucking bananas, Joe. Yeah, I can't help it. <laughs> I thought he, he, he didn't even finish the line. He's laughing so much. At the balls. So, the fact is... Balls to the face, I think of Marcus. Right. Joe thinks of Big Black Cock and giving him money for said Big Black Cock. Right. Well, so, mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Don't you think he deserves it? He his, his You did not even, you liked the look of his uh, Black Cock. That's true. But you did not taste his Black Cock. No, I won't do that because I want to keep I mean, it. I want to got. I got time. <laughs> you want to go to the bathroom? We'll do this. Gay! Uh, did you put the big black cock in the fridge? Or is it in here? He still didn't eat that No, wait shit. a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Pass it over here. It's got to be fucking melted. He didn't no, eat that shit. That's not no, like... dude, it's 108 degrees in this fucking no, room right now. No, it's very cool in this Jojo thing. Bananas is sweating no, his fucking bananas not. off. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's a fucking sauna in here. I know. <laughs> Motherfucker, it's still fucking not melted. Really? No, of course not. It's quality chocolate, man. Goddamn, Don't Mar touch my Marcus, dick. Marcus, your fucking I dick smells... fun size. His, Marcus's dick smells delicious. Yeah. Let me see. It's a great it's a... dick, man. Don't smear it. Don't I'm not, fucking... Uh, I'm not going to lie. I thought it would be a little bit bigger I thought it would be... <laughs> so did I, though. <laughs> How many times has Marcus said that this week? No, I love it. I think on the way here. On the way here. On the train. Hey, I've had some pussy this week. What? I've had some pussy this week. How is your cousin? Good? Don't good? What is this? What is Game of Thrones? Joe, you know you're on the air, fuckhead, right? Your microphone's on. I'm having a conversation with you. I noticed. And so that's why I'm yelling at you. He's got a black dick in his hand. He gets all chattery. Well, it's chocolate. Stop flapping your coffee, fucking It's not black. It's brown. It's chocolate. It's very nice. It's very nice. Yes. Just so you know. It smells good. I really reckon you put that in, like, a freezer. I mean, it really Yeah, you're going to melt his cock. I would. I don't want. I do not want my dick going to waste, man. <laughs> Joe, I, I show it to everybody that comes to my studio. Oh, All right. Now, it's not going right, to We are neglecting JoJo Bananas that because JoJo true. Bananas is here and he's hanging out for the show. And I don't want to neglect him because we also have... It's a very busy show. We got DDP, we got Roger Stone, and JoJo Bananas was the one that was advertised because we forgot and put everybody in one fucking room. Yeah. So, JoJo, are you performing anywhere? Because you're a stand-up comic. You did Caroline's a bunch of times. Oh, yeah. 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 
I have yeah. nothing said now. Yeah. I was, was going to say. Oh, well, your your fucking agent from the back just told you something. What do you think? <laughs> ESG, ETG, ETG. What's gonna ETG? Be... He's getting a uh, fucking exam. Cafe on yeah, Street. everything goes cafe on uh, oh, Bay okay. Street. All right, there you right go. off Victory. He'll be opening the show for the All Hands on Deck group. So there you go. So basically, we're gonna have. Jojo Bananas just do his line. Noel will speak for him. <laughs> and that'd be pretty much where he's going to fit into the program today. That's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm understanding. Uh, but also, and not to bring the party down a little bit, but you do have, because I, I don't want to gloss over this. You, now, you're willing to talk about this, right? We were just talking about it before you came in, your What's your that? your illness, oh, yeah. per se. Uh, the gentleman is suffering from, he's suffering from stage four cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So now, 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 how is like? Do, did they give you like a time frame? Can you? Are you well, doing good? Be here next week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> every, it's gonna be an empty seat over there. Every other week I do chemo. Right. Like Oof. next Wednesday I'll be doing chemo. All right. So, but how, but how are you? Wednesday how are you, to Friday. How are you coping with the chemo though? Are you getting better? What are yeah, you it, it started out bad, but now uh, then they lowered it to twenty percent, and now it's good. All you right. look good, Joe. You look. You look. You look. You look he eats a lot of cauliflower. Flower. He looks as fresh as a daisy. Kale, I kale, kale. He puts in a smoothie. Kale with the smoothie. He likes yeah. the smoothie. He puts the berries and the fucking yeah. apples and yeah. stuff. and makes yeah. it. You can't eat kale by itself. No. No Forget one it. in the world can. Kale chips are not bad. Did you ever have kale chips? No. They're not bad. Kale How chips are not fucking cow bad. Chips? I have cow chips are shit, Joe. Don't eat those. Oh. They're shit. They're poop. And the pomegranate you have too, yeah. Joe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's I pomegranate. pomegranate. Buy it at Stop and Shop. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I found out that it's not real pomegranate. He's drinking fucking uh, seltzer with a little pomegranate in it. Ah. Yeah, his, his doctor told him, drink pomegranate juice. He went, I got pomegranate. But not... And then they go to find out. Noel goes over the house to fucking... Go, oh, yeah, you're drinking well, you're eating well, he's checking up on him, making sure. And then he goes, yeah, I'm drinking the pomegranate. And then Noel looks in the refrigerator, it's fucking Kansas salsa. With like you a hint. Start a somewhere. Hint. It's like a pomegranate waved by the salsa. It wasn't right. even like near the fucking. It's a spritzer. Yeah. Ah, it's crazy. It's, it's not real. It's not, it's, it's not good. You got to do more. I want to keep you around. We're just getting to know you. I heard yeah. you stand up. Maybe maybe we actually have time. We have already lo- lo- like loaded up. We probably could play some of the stand-up. Yeah, if you go to YouTube, go to J-O-J-O, Banana, and the number one, and I'll come up. He'll come up over here. I do uh, stand-up at Caroline. You'll see the three. Now, now was the Caroline spot with Joe what you played for me that you got from Noel? Was that Caroline? That was Knights of Columbus. That was Knights of Columbus. All right, either way, it was a fucking great set, and that's why I said this guy was funny and he needs to come up here. He literally did a whole set. I'm not even fucking joking. From beginning to end, tell me he doesn't fit in with this show. From beginning to end, was taking a shit. Was a story about taking a shit. Like, the whole premise behind it, everything that's incorporated in it, the ins, the outs, the bad parts, the good parts, everything. Oh, that was a different one. That wasn't at uh, Caroline's. That was the other one, right? Knights of Columbus. Knights of Columbus. Where where, where was this Knights of Columbus? Brooklyn? I love I love they're having a conversation. No, I can see I'm you. A, I'm the ventriloquist. I know. Take your hand out of his ass so he can take a shit. If, if it's Brooklyn, say Brooklyn. Watch it go like this. I think it was Brooklyn! <laughs> Say we can still hear you. 
I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, no, got, I was just looking at Giggles wrote that she makes yeah. kale smoothies also, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I, I know be, she had cancer. And I bet you <laughs> she doesn't oh, have cancer. No? Shit. God damn. He Whoa. really. Wow. He really. You know, Billy's going to go home and get a beat. Billy has the right to fuck him up now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare talk about the gatekeeper like that. Yeah. <laughs> She he, she controls the puss. No, we, we, by like, the way. we like yeah, it. Right, uh, by the way, uh, happy birthday to Pervy the Clown, who's listening to the show right hey, now. Hey, Pervy. You bet your ass. You bet your ass. Yeah. Happy birthday. You know what? It's Black History Month. How about this? Happy Kwanzaa, motherfucker. <laughs> it was the first black thing I had my button. <laughs> um, so that, and uh, by the way, Nick, already Nick, our Canadian Unified Network technician, right. or cunt, yes. uh, has already put up JoJo Banana. <laughs> JoJo Banana 1, there's a link to the YouTube right there in the feed of the uh, Facebook Live Suite, so you can experience JoJo Banana for himself yes. right there. You Ooh. click the link. Don't do it now, because we're on the air. That's right. Wait okay. a little bit. Take your time. Don't listen to Joe in the back. Yeah, tuning out and I'm 90 pounds less. He's 90 pounds. The guy's on chemo, for yeah. fuck's sake. I lost a little weight. He lost a little weight. His banana's a little... Sm- well, it might be bigger if you lose weight. His banana's going crazy. But... You got JoJo Banana One. That's what you need to know. He's going to be hanging out for the whole show. So is Bisexual Marcus. We got to take a break already. Okay. Because we got to regroup. We got to get ready. Diamond Dallas Page is going to be on the show. Yeah. He's got a brand new book. Where the fuck is the book? The it's book got words. is right here. There it is. The Positive. Yes, the wrestler. No, we can hear you. Asshole <laughs> faces. God, this is what this show. I love this show for many reasons. A little crazy tonight. But let me tell you, when it's fucking got an audience, holy fuck, this show is better. Positively unstoppable. Diamond Dallas Page. He will be here in a little bit. We'll do that. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna calm down. We're gonna get JoJo Banana a fucking colonoscopy with a little kale. Uh, you go. We're gonna take the smoothie. That'll do. It. Put it right up his rim shot. We'll uh. be fine. And we're gonna beat the crap out of Noel. Yeah. So it's gonna be a great day. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Seven one eight. What loud asshole in your face? Thank you. Seven one eight five seven seven thirteen eighty nine. When we come back, Diamond Dallas Page right here in the big show. We'll be right back after these. Ham Radio. Gentlemen, Uncle Eddie. You may talk like an idiot and look like an idiot, but don't let that fool you. He really is an idiot. We'll be right back. The Unfiltered Radio Network. HamRadioShow.com. ED Publications has proudly been serving the adult nightclub industry for over 20 years with news and resources for the strip clubs and exotic dancers. Visit edpublications.com to find out more about their yearly ED Expo convention and awards, magazine subscription, and advertising offers. Tootsie's Cabaret, located at 150 Northwest 183rd Street in Miami Gardens, Florida, is a 74,000-square-foot mega club with a 20,000-square-foot sports bar showing all major sporting and pay-per-view events. Tootsie's was voted the number one adult nightclub in 2012 and features full liquor bars and a full restaurant. Open seven days a week, 365 days a year. Missed an episode on the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode, as well as past shows, on hamradioshow.com. Go to hamradioshow.com and click on the downloads link. Come live the vivid experience in one of the hottest clubs in America and enjoy the best in adult entertainment. Party with the sexiest dancers and surround yourself with the most beautiful girls. 
relax in an upscale atmosphere and enjoy the variety of first-class amenities our various clubs have to offer. Enjoy exclusive events and special promotions, live radio broadcasts and celebrity guest appearances, the hottest clubs from the name you know. Vivid Clubs comes in the night of your life. Religion Tequila, the world's finest premium 100% organic tequila. Using only the purest organic ingredients and time-tested distillation process to create a true reflection of our commitment and collaboration with nature. Journey to purity and perfection with Religion Tequila. Our vision, our devotion, our religion. 100% organic handcrafted tequila by Religion Tequila. Visit them on the web at religiontequila.com. That's religiontequila.com. Follow us, but not too close, on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash ham radio show. On Demand Salon, ondemandsalon.com. Professional door-to-door hair and makeup services. Let the salon come to you. Whether you're getting a blowout, blow over two, blow over three. Hell, bring in a blowout of four. It doesn't matter. Cut in style for special events, weddings, or whatever you need. On ondemandsalon.com. That's ondemandsalon.com. Prices and booking, 866-250-4145. That's 866-250-4145. On Demand Salon. On DemandSalon.com. Hi, I'm Paul Schaefer, and you're listening to Ham Radio. <laughs> Show right here live, of course, hammerradioshow.com, part of the official, unofficial, unfiltered radio network. Uh, my first guest, of course, he, I mean, he doesn't really need an introduction, but we're going to give him one anyway. Uh, he's a multi time world heavyweight champion. He is, of course, also the owner of DDPY and author, multiple time author, but author of the brand new book, Positively Unstoppable The Art of Owning It, the one, the only. Diamond Dallas Page, make some noise, people, for him. Come on, there he is, Page. How are you, sir? Unstoppable. How else? Well, of course. <laughs> I mean, you're never going to find him in a down moment. This is uh, the the man is beyond positive. Like that's what. Like I, I didn't want to do like because I've heard nine million interviews. He's talked about the book. He's doing a world-renowned press tour for the book. Everyone, I don't want to be asking you the same questions. But really, you got to start out with, how the hell did you get so positive? <laughs> like, you are an amazing man. Good. Well, you know, dude, I really worked at it because it just doesn't happen. You know, um, 
everybody gets a decision when they wake up, you know, what's that day going to be like, you know, for me, you know, I've, I've had some rough moments, but you know, the way I look at life is I never had a bad day in my life. And it's all about the mental, you know, the mental attitude and through positively unstoppable. That's what I teach you how to use because and if you want to stay negative, you want to stay in a hole. That's on you. You know, you know, that's not where I want to be. Well, that's why I want to ask you because the, the art of owning it, because I've, I've, I've talked to you off the air. We've talked, uh, you know, a, a, a couple of times you've been on this show and you've been, you've talked to us before about how I, and I've said you're like a blue collar dude who you're an average, you, you know, you definitely speak to the average man, but you make them realize that they can be more than average. And that is a gift. All in itself, because I've heard Scott Hall talk about you. I've heard Jake talk about you. Jake the Snake Roberts, by the way. Uh, Sean Waltman. Countless others. There's way too many to mention that you've helped. And those are just the pro wrestling guys. I mean, there's other guys through every facet of entertainment that you've helped. And it's in the book, Positively Unstoppable, The Art of Owning It, where where people are just thanking you left, right, center about how you've taken them out of that mindset. And you say, even in the book, that you can change your mindset, like instantaneously. Like the, the the work on the body takes some time, but the mind can. It's like a flip of a switch. I mean, did you now? Did you like figure that all by yourself, or did you actually experience the downside and then go, I'm, "I don't need to feel like this"? What the hell? Well, you know, this year in 2019, we just finished producing a new documentary. It's called Relentless. And I talk about it in Positively Unstoppable as well. You know, it's not about, like, I've never gone down, because I've gone down. You know, the biggest people in the world go down. You know, they have those rough moments. The key is not to stay there. And we all get to make a choice whether we're going to stay there or not, because whether it's in our pos- you know, personal lives or our professional lives, each and every one of us are constantly hit with one adversity after another, most of which... We have no control over. But what do we have control? We have control of the way we react, how we adapt, how we take action, and how we breathe. And every one of those are directly linked to how you breathe. Like, you know, I, I, get, I get into a whole section in the book, and it's not like the home breathing. <laughs> I'm, talking about, I'm talking about owning your breath. And when you get to a spot, so many people hear it. Take a deep breath. And that's the first thing people say when someone gets scared to death, right? Yeah. Do you know the only difference between excitement and fear is if you're breathing or not? So that's the first thing I go to. Second thing, like so many people get caught up in what they don't have. When you get in that spot and you start feeling sorry for yourself, because every one of us, we're human beings, we want to feel bad for ourselves. Poor me. Okay, get over it now. Because the bottom line is, if you stay in that spot, and I I, I talk about it, like I'm not, like the parts of the book that are sort of a little memoir-ish, you know, where I'm talking about my life. Yeah. I'm only talking about my life, because in this moment, this was a dark, dark moment for me. Example, I didn't start wrestling until I was 35 mm-hmm. years old. My career took off when I was 40. That was in 96. 97 and 98, I was on top of the world. Just signed a multi-million dollar three-year deal. 
<clears throat> and bang, I blew my back out. I had three different spine specialists tell me I was never going to wrestle again. It was the darkest moment in my career as a businessman, as an athlete. But what turned out to be the darkest moment up until that point has turned out to be the greatest thing ever happened to me. <clears throat> and that's when people get so caught up on the negative and then they want to dwell and live in it. At some point, and it wasn't that far in. Hmm. I went, okay, <clears throat> how am I going to fix this? Well, for starters, I've got to change my mindset. Because literally, you can change your mindset in an instant. You know, Tony Robbins is someone who I've followed for years. And I take lessons that I've learned, you know, what's happened to me. And then I'll take what other people ta taught and they teach. And then I'll use it for me. Like, one of the things that Robin said, which I was really like, wow, he's so right. When it comes to changing your instinct, for starters, look at your physiology. Like, <laughs> look how you're sitting. You're probably slumping. You're sad. You're, you look like, if we took a picture, you go, man, that, that son of a bitch is depressed. Paige can see but me. It, <laughs> Paige is seeing me slump. <laughs> You really can't be, you know, there's so many different exercises to do, but the point is change your physiology, change what you're focusing on, but more than anything, change the inner voice, you know, change that story you tell yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that really takes it to the next level. Like example, did you get a chance to watch uh, my whole my Hall of Fame speech in 2017? Actually, in I, WWE? I watched it again today before I got here because I remember your enthusiasm and and you're telling the story about all the stuff that you went through to get to where you were, and I was like, I was even more inspired. So, yeah, you tell the story, but I just wanted to tell you, I watched it again. It was amazing. Go ahead. So let's focus on the inner voice. Prior to me walking out there, Eric Bischoff is giving me one of the best induction speeches that I've ever heard mm -hmm. besides Bradshaw inducting Ron Simmons or me inducting Jake St. Roberts. I mean, I'm, I'm listening to it in pieces, but there's always a voice going off in your head. Now, this is a voice that could have been happening to me. The repetition of the affirmation could be, oh, my God, what am I? God, I haven't been on TV in 15 years. I, I've not been in front of 20,000 people and spoke, and I've got a 27-minute speech. What if I screw it up? What if I fall down? What if I fail? What if, what if, what if? Now, that could have been the inner voice. That could have been the story I was telling myself, but it wasn't. The story I was telling myself, this is going to be the greatest moment in my professional career. I'm going to blow people away. I'm going to make them laugh. I'm going to make them cry. But most importantly, I'm going to make them get inspired to not just believe in what I'm saying, but start to believe in themselves. Because it all comes down to that repetition of the affirmation. I'm going to give you a quote. Here's the quote. The repetitions of affirmations leads to belief. Now, that could be that negative aspiration, you know, that negative repetition yeah. of the 
the affirmation, or it could be the positive one. You get to choose. Like we're human beings, like no one's telling you what to think in your head. You are. So the repetitions of affirmations, positive or negative, the affirmation, the repetition of affirmations leads to belief. And once that belief becomes a deep conviction, things begin to happen. Now, that's a quote someone very famous said. Do you have any idea who said that? I'm going to say like Lincoln or like somebody like a forefather said it or something. I'm going to tell you what his affirmation was now. Okay. And when I tell you his affirmation, you're going to know exactly who said it. That means I'm going to tell you something that someone said over and over and over again, not just out loud, but to himself. And you're going to know it. Like the odds of that are pretty, pretty snug. Like, (laughs) you can know someone's personal affirmation. But that's how great this was. Here's this guy's affirmation. I am the greatest. I'm the greatest of all time. Ah, Flew like a butterfly, sting like a bee. The greatest of all time. Yeah. Well, Well, that's Muhammad Ali. But that's the thing. Paige, I'm totally in agreement with you. I I just want to bring this up. The fact is, like, I'm I'm a lot like you in the vein of. That uh, yeah, I have a lot of negativity, and I have, but I have positive things. I've busted my ass to get to where I am in radio, which, and I still need to bust my ass even further. And I get all that, and I'm in total agreement with you because I look at it from the perspective uh, of that. Because I'm a disciple of DDP, I, I recommend the DDPY Church. I, I, I'm a part of that clergy. <laughs> I, you know, I, I like that. The, the fact is, like, you're the brand. You're the brand. You're the company. You're the brand. If you don't believe in the product, which is you, that you're putting out, why is anybody going to fucking believe in that? You know what I mean? Like, if you don't believe in it, why can't, they're not going to believe in it. So, of course, Muhammad exactly. Ali I mean, is dead on. Yeah. If, if you're not excited about it, why the fuck would anybody else be? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, some people go, man, you are the greatest salesman ever. I said, No, I'm not. What I am is I am the most passionate about what I do. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter what it is at the moment. Like this weekend, and you can tell my voice is, I mean, you're lucky you even have a voice. This was yesterday. You wouldn't even be talking because I didn't have a voice. Mm -hmm. It's because I did 87 interviews. Wow. Over a five-day period. One day I did 26 interviews. From 10 a.m. I talked till. A little after six, all on Radio Row. Super Bowl was in my town. Now, let's talk about an affirmation that is never has not left me in 17 years. When I decided I was going to make DDPY, it'll always be DDP Yoga, but we're branding it DDPY, and I appreciate you saying it like that because we're branding it DDPY, so people stop calling it just Yoga. Yeah. So that's that first vision. And it's already starting to happen. Yeah. But the vision that I had 17 years ago when I decided to make this a company, which, by the way, was a 10-year overnight success. Of course. So, <laughs> you know. It always is. So, so any, anything that's worth it is. So 17 years ago, I made a decision at some point in time. I'm going to be working with the NFL. 
I'm going to be working with players. I'll be working with wrestlers. I'll be working with athletes and regular people from disabled veterans to people who are over 500 pounds, you know, to, to women who are crippled up from sports, helping them. But my mission, something I love, football, I want to help the guys who entertain the hell out of me, who left pieces of their body on the field. And I got here to Atlanta almost seven years ago. I used to live here when I wrestled. I went to LA for 10 years. I came home back to Atlanta. When I got here, I'm going to work with the Falcons. I said it every month, sometimes every week, not knowing how I was going to make it happen. But it was part of my affirmations. It's going to happen. This year, I was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. It was humongous for branding our company. So um, his name is um, Brooks Reed, linebacker for the Falcons. Is watching on YouTube. Nice. He he calls up his good friend, Sean, who's the uh, strength coach at the WWE Performance Center. Okay. I, I want to meet with DDP. Sean calls me up. I call Brooks up. Next thing you know, we're working together. He gets it. This could lengthen his career, but he also digs the workout. Him and his wife came. Then um, I was at an event I went to for veterans, and Randy Couture was putting it on here in Atlanta. It's called MVP. It pulls together veterans from the military and veterans from the NFL and gives them a chance to bond, meaning like that locker room stuff that we all love growing up as athletes. And they get to talk about their stories and everything. So I was there, and Ben Garland came over to me. Ben Garland's a starting offensive guard for the Falcons. Oh, uh, yes. 6'5", six, five, six, five, 310. He's a big boy. And big boy. big boy. And we start talking, and I said, so, Ben, what are you doing in your off time? He said, rehab. And I started laughing. <laughs> and I said, do I have something for you? He said, I've already heard about it. He said, Brooks told me it's great. I'm all about knowing more. So we set up a time where we're going to start working together. Now, I always tell people, this is part of, this is all messages, all little messages I give you throughout Positively Unstoppable. They're little nuggets. And this is one of them. A lot of people believe it's all about who you know or who knows you. Not really. Here's what it's about. It's about who's willing to say they know you. Who's willing to pick up a phone because you've created a, a, a relationship as opposed to networking. You've created a relationship with that person. They pick up the phone and make a call for you. That's that's real relationship building. Yeah. Bottom line is Brooks and Ben. Talk to Jesse Ackerman, the strength coach in the Falcons. Next thing you know, I'm up at one of their, their, their walkthroughs the day before the game. Jesse comes up to me, bringing, gives me a hearty handshake, takes me into the strength room. Who's on the wall that week? But a painting of the ultimate warrior. This week was warrior week. Wow. 
One of the freaking odds. So, yeah. Yeah, what's, what's the odds of that, right? So all this is all about the – I'm manifesting this, bro. I'm manifesting this in my brain. One of my best friends is a guy named Kent Backler. Uh, he, he's up in Timonia, Maryland. He's got a, um, a um, place called Life Med Institute. And it's all about holding back the hands of time. And everybody who comes into his institute, and a lot of the guys, you know, are older and they're, they're beat up. So he turns them on to my program. One of them was a guy named Kyle Richardson. He played for five years in the NFL. He played for the Falcons, uh, for the Baltimore Ravens for a couple of years and is now the president of the Baltimore chapter NFL alumni. So he gets Kyle doing the program. Kyle and I get together. He's like, this needs to be throughout the NFL alumni. Mm. So he called up this guy, Eric Bolton, who's the president chapter in Atlanta. We get together. This other guy comes in, Billy Davis, who played like seven years in the, in the league, played for the Ravens and the Cowboys. Next thing you know, I've got these guys calling Bart Oates, who is the president of the entire NFL alumni. Now, again, manifesting dreams into reality. That's what Positively Unstoppable is all about. Anyone can do it. You know, it just takes time. It takes work. It takes belief. Never underestimate the power you give yourself by believing in you. Most people don't believe in themselves, though, because they have this negative bullshit chatter in their brain. Yeah. Guess what? You can fucking change it. Hmm. And I say it just like that in the book. You know I drop F-bombs throughout, oh, throughout the book. Throughout the whole book, it says, yep. I love this book. <laughs> <laughs> so bottom line is, the week of the Super Bowl, the, Friday, the Monday before it all starts, what happens? Friggin' Bart Oates and Al Smith, who's the CEO, put out a press release. DDP Yoga partnership with the NFL alumni. I am the official partner in what workout? Because my workouts, I mean, if you can't get out of bed, I got three workouts in bed that will help you get out of bed and put you in a chair. If you can't get out of the chair yet, now you've got to be able to walk to get to the next step. Yeah. But if you can walk, and you still in the chair most of the time, I'll work you out in the chair or take you from the bed to the chair and then take you from the chair to using a chair to get up and get down to help you. Just like Arthur Borman, Jake Snake Roberts, Scott Hall. I mean, do the same shit with all of them. Yeah. And Jake, Bottom Jake, line Jake is, was fucked up. Jake was fucked they up. They both were. Yeah. They both were. Yeah. Bottom line is, bottom line is, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do if you're willing to put the work in. But when I talk to disabled veteran Arthur Borman, when I talk to Jake Snake Roberts, I talk to Scott Hall, you know, I say, boys, as important as my program, the, you know, the DDPY workouts are, as important as the eating plan is, as important as they are, they are really 10% of the equation to your success. The 90% is in your brain. 
It's that message, that inner voice. It's the story that you tell yourself. And Jake and Scott been to over 15 rehabs apiece. And never did they ever hear it put like that. No, because they all try. The, the other way is like more beating around the bush. You're the direct, right to their face, right between their, you know, right between the eyes, in their ears. They hear it. They they understand it. They know where you're coming from. You're not bullshitting them. It's t- I mean like that, and that's what when you're the art of owning it. You're 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 making them own it. You're making them give a shit about actually getting it done, as opposed to just. You know, going, oh, it's a great idea, Paige. You know, it's a wonderful thought <laughs> that we do. But then you're making them, you, you, it's gotta, you gotta want it. It's like those stupid Ico Pro commercials from the 90s. <laughs> you gotta want it. You gotta, you gotta go out there and actually give a shit. And do it's, it's the same in my business, in the radio business. Everybody keeps telling you no, 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 no. And you get a chorus of no's until you do it. Then it's like, oh, I always knew he could do it. Because right, you, you gotta get, right, you gotta get past all the bullshit, all the bullshit that everyone keeps telling you, and these roadblocks and all this other crap that gets in front of you, and the doubting Thomases and all the oh I knew he wasn't gonna do it. About, I mean, well then you do it, and they they, they they got their thumb up their ass. They don't know what to do, you know, because they they're in shock and awe because they're trying to manifest their bullshit, their negativity onto you because they can't get it done because they don't have the mindset to get it done. So they go well. If I can't have it, they can't. He can't have it. So fuck him. And and it, it, you know, it, it's crazy. You know, yesterday you saw the game, right? Yeah. Okay, it got down to the fourth quarter because that's all that really fucking matters. <laughs> and when it got to the fourth quarter, there was one quarterback who's young, green, and his confidence he is in so many different levels. When he looked across the field and saw that other guy, yep who everybody counted out, said he was done. Like, how the fuck you can count fucking Tom Brady out for everything that he fucking does? Yeah, I don't like him, but he's the, he's the GOAT. You don't have to he's like him. Goat. He's a fucking stud. No matter what, he's the man. Yeah. You know, people, whether you like him or hate him, I love him because, and I like the goofiness of him. I love that it makes him real. You know, he doesn't take himself too seriously. He knows who the fuck he is and maybe the most competitive guy, you know, but so was Montana and Farr and, you know, Peyton, you know, Bradshaw, name it, they're all. You can't play that position, not be competitive. But they say he's the most competitive man alive. And he's not competing with anyone anymore. He's competing with himself. And that's usually that's your greatest competition. That's your greatest exactly. competition. And that's the person when it's all said and done, it's you know, it's why you could look across that field and you can look at Jared Goff's face, who who may win a couple Super Bowls, because he's got all the talent in the world. Oh, absolutely. But you know, but the the whole mindset, he's a young man. You know, you look at a guy like Mahone and that son of a bitch, like wow. I know. You know, one <laughs> season, you know, and, you know, to me, when sometimes um, ignorance is bliss to a certain degree, like Mahone doesn't know that he's not supposed to be that good. He just went out there and played. He didn't think about it. 
You know, one of the things when people, you know, and this goes back to my Positively Unstoppable book, I just try to get people to reboot their brains because, you know, I can't do it. You know, one of my favorite quotes ever is you say you can and you say you can't. You're right. Henry Ford's the guy who made that, that quote famous, but what the fuck did he ever do? <laughs> I mean, like, oh, my God, you know, but going back to that, going back to when you're a child. And there's a part of the book where I talk about this, like when you were a kid, like when you couldn't walk, you didn't stop trying. You got up and you tried to take another step, weeble wobble, maybe fell down again. And if your parent went, oh my God, you cried. If your parents thought, ha, 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 you <laughs> laughed. You know, because you're just a monkey then. You're just doing what feels natural. So you got up again, then they start cheering you to start walking. And you fall down. You don't go, you know what? This walking thing, not really fucking working for me. <laughs> I can't do it. I think I'll just fucking sit here. That's not what anybody does. No. They finally get the fuck up and they start walking. It, it, and they get cheer, cheers and then because yeah, you hopefully you'll keep walking. It is the story, the, the, the little engine that could. That is, that is literally what, the, the, what life is. You are the little engine that could. You, you get up, and you go out, and you keep, you, I think I can, I think I can. As long as you keep having that repetitive, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. As Paige, by the way, the author, Diamond Dallas Page, who we're talking to, author of Positively Unstoppable, The Art of Owning It, uh, by the way, forward by Mick Foley. Uh, this gentleman. Oh, right wait, here, wait, wait! Stop there! Stop there! I gotta say, was that the greatest forward you ever? Oh my god, I was, dude! I was reading. I was captivated because <laughs> Foley's been through so much shit, and it's like the way he like he, he it's funny, it's poignant, it's it's everything in that. It was amazing. I mean, I was blown away. Like when you get someone to write a forward, you know, I, I thought about Jericho doing it. Who would have been great too? Yep. Before we had just gone through that transformation, you know, and I just thought he will miss not. I never thought he'd write what he wrote because it, it, it was just so fully. It was so intelligent. It was so like you never see it coming. You know, when Foley's had his first bestseller, he came through Atlanta. You know, he's you know doing the thing. It was his second bestseller at a good time. And he, and he came by and saw me at my house. And he said, you know, I've never thanked you. He said, but I'll never forget all the rides we took in our early part of our career. Yeah. And I, and I used to say, Mick, stop slamming yourself on the cement. There's 300 people here. <laughs> stop taking that bump off the fucking apron and falling on the floor and when Bill Watts was there, there weren't even mats around the floor. No, it was ECW so before ECW, up. yeah. Well, no, it was, it was WCW, no, but no, Watts no. took the mats away. No, no, I'm saying, but it was ECW. You know, that's where I think Heyman was right, like, yeah, get rid of right, the fucking mats. Right. We don't need mats. Come on. Who cares? Fully bounces. We're fine. But I say to him, I go, Mick, stop doing that. He goes, well, you know, this is what the fans deserve. I go, no, no, no. They're, they love you, man. Yeah. I go, what you don't understand, bro, right now, you don't get it, but you are one of the smartest guys I've ever met. I mean, you are so much bigger than just wrestling. You know, you are, really are. And when I 
it wasn't me, but my buddy Smokey interviewed Mick for our book. And he was like, fuck, Diamond Dallas Page is writing a book? And how I did it was biography, autobiography, and then I'd let whoever spoke, spoke speak about what, you know, what really happened. Mm-hmm. And Mick left there after that, telling the cookie story. And he got on a flight to Germany. And he grabbed some those uh, ledger paper, those long ledger, pa- you know. Uh, yeah, the, the legal those, pad. Uh, yeah, it's legal pad. Mm-hmm. And he started writing his book. And that's how he wrote the first four books. He never wrote anything on the computer. No, he's everything was on a legal pad. Well, because the guy, the crazy. guy he's insane, dude. There is no, there's no two ways about it. Mick is a Mick is a creature. All it's a different breed of human. Like there is oh, yeah. no, there is, yeah, and literally, he is actually the most, the perfect person to write the forward for your book yes. because yes. he used his body like a, you know, like a, like a car crash victim throughout his career because he was doing it for a, 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 a giant many reasons. There was huge amounts of reasons, but the man has been through hell and back. His body has been crippled, ripped an ear off. I mean, broken bones here to Sunday. The end of Timbuktu. He has everything wrong with him. But your your program, DDPY, got him to to dump a shitload of weight. He got healthier in the hip. He just had hip surgery. I mean, all the things that he went through, like, it, it, it became like, you know, with his determination and his mindset and then your mindset which is a fuck enough for everybody, Paige. Your mindset on top of everybody, mixed with mixed with uh, Foley, boom. The guy was like a brand new man. He is a brand new man, and that's because of DDPY and being positively unstoppable. I mean, that's a shameless plug for your book, but that's exactly what it is. You made him unstoppable. The guy was limping. They, he had to leave the WWE because he was just fucking just just destroyed, and then he came back because of you. Because you know his body was a new. You know what I mean? Like, it, it is an amazing story. It is an amazing guy to write the forward to your amazing book. I mean, there's no other way. I, it sounds like I'm blowing you. But the fact is, <laughs> it, 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 is it is an amazing, like, literally, because I I have this mindset. I am of the same thing. I get yelled at all the time by a lot of people. Why are you dreaming? Why are you head up in the clouds? Why are you this, that, and the third? I, I live the life of the trying to fend off the negative bullshit so I can be positive and build my career and keep going and do it. And I'm going to do what you did with the, with the, uh, with the, uh, the Cardinals, uh, the, 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 the Falcons, not the fucking Cardinals, uh, <laughs> and, uh too many birds. Uh, the, uh, I'm going to do that because the, the, like, if I repeat the mantra over and over again and, 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 and manif- you know, can make my manifest destiny happen and make it a reality, that's, I mean, that's all you need in life. You live a dream and then you make it real. That's the greatest feeling in the fucking world. How do you, how do you, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, you finish no, it because we got to finish up. No, you, say, oh, you finish I'm, I'm it. I'm listening to you say, and, and, and you're putting the work in because, that's the biggest thing. I had an acting coach out in L.A. His name was Howard Fine. And I remember I've never done stage work before, but that's the only way he trains is stage work. And I'd never done that before. So I said to him, I said, Howard, how do you know? Like, you know, what's the point where you know? 
And he said, and he just said to me exactly everything I already know. He said, come on, Dallas. He's like, no one works any harder than you do. You're never going to get up on stage and not put the work in. And then once you get to that spot where it's time to go on, you just got to believe that you put the work in. Now, the people who don't put the work in, you know, sometimes they get lucky. But most people fall flat on their face. See, and But if you put the work in, it's okay to want to be rich and famous. You just can't want it first. Like, you got to put the fucking work in. in. And as you know, I say that throughout the book. Yeah. You know, if you're not... If you're not going to put the work in, at least put it under your table and level it off so it's doing something for you. <laughs> you know? That's so fucking true. But, dude, I, I got, we do have to wrap this up. But the only thing I do want to say, exactly what you just said, though, where you brought up the fact that sometimes the other guys get lucky, you don't hear that any other place. See, that's what makes you different than all these other, you know, asshole gurus that walk the earth. And tell you, you know, they, they try to speak like they're on an episode of Kung Fu and they want you to snatch the pebble <laughs> from their hands. You tell it like it is. That is the difference between if you're going to get a book and you're going to get something where you want to work on your life, you want to pick up Positively Unstoppable, The Art of Owning It by Diamond Dallas Page. And I'll tell you why. Because he speaks to you like a fucking human. He will tell you what you're doing wrong. He will show you, though. The error of your ways, but he won't, he won't chastise you for doing it wrong, but he will show you how you can take that negative and turn it into a positive. And that is a, is a gift that you, it's the, one of the greatest gifts of all time to be able to take shit, shine it up and turn it into gold. That is a great thing for you to do. And Paige, thank you for writing this book. Thank you for being. Oh, number one, an outstanding fucking guest, but also thank you for being you and not keeping all this just for yourself. Thank you for not being a selfish fuck and keeping all this wisdom to yourself. That is a huge thing. Thank you so much. Let me let me just leave you with this this review mm-hmm. that a friend of mine wrote. And you know, he knows me, but he doesn't know me like he grew up with me. Like I know him because he does my program and he's from Jersey. His name is Jerry Lowe. He teaches just seniors. Like, and he's a senior, you know? Yeah. So he wrote this. <clears throat> Someone asked me what I thought of DDP's new book. What I said was, imagine having a chance to sit down with DDP at a Jersey Shore bar and having a cold beverage, and you get to ask him one question. What is the secret success positively unstoppable happen in real life absolutely (laughs) that is the absolute truth because it is it's like talking to an old friend it's like a guy going hey i know you've been through some hard shit let me help you out let me let let, let me give you the the tools that you're going to need to use to utilize and uh, be able to catch that dream that you keep chasing that's what you Paige, yet again, thank you for being on the show today. Oh, well, tonight, actually. Thank you uh, for just being you yet again, man. Thank you. Diamond Dallas Page, another round of applause. Thank you, buddy.
Thanks for having me on, bro. Have a great day. You too, man. See ya. See ya. DDP. was calling in during the DDP interview. Yep. So, I'm going to see if I can get a hold of Roger. Either that or we're going to end up calling the poll. I don't know. Well, let's see if we can get a hold of him. There it is. Let's see. The Stone. Hello, Roger. Yes, indeed. Hey, Roger. How are you, sir? Sorry. We, we, had, we were in the middle of another interview, so we missed. Uh, we, we kind of missed your phone call that you went through. Ladies and gentlemen, first off, round of applause, Roger Stone on the phone. Jesus, Christmas, people. All right, so, Roger, first question, because I know you're a very, very busy man. Uh, What's it like to wake up at 5.30 in the morning by a SWAT team? I have to ask this, because it it, it looked horrible. And CNN, who got there before the SWAT team somehow. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. I mean, recognizing that I am charged with nonviolent process crimes, that I have no previous criminal record, that I do not own a valid passport, nor do I own a gun, uh, and the idea that I would be a flight risk is disproved by the fact that the magistrate gave me bail on my signature, essentially. Uh, this was the kind of thing you'd expect in Nazi Germany or... Soviet Russia. Uh, it's hard to understand why the government spent a half million dollars to send more men after me, men and women, than they sent after bin Laden. <laughs> that, I, I was wondering, because what exactly are you like? Because you, according to what I've read and seen, you technically have done nothing wrong. Am I correct here at, at making this astounding thing? This, this, you haven't done anything. Have you? Well, I, I have been I've been charged with a series of process crimes, including um, allegedly uh, being less than truthful to Congress. Of course, they don't charge Hillary Clinton with that, or <laughs> James Clapper, or, or Andrew McCabe, or James Comey, or Huma Abedin, or any of the other Democrats who lied about consequential things, uh, material things. Uh, but I pled not guilty to all charges, and I will go to trial pleading not guilty, uh, and I will be ultimately be vindicated. I'm being persecuted because I supported Donald Trump and because I opposed Hillary Clinton and for really no other reason. Well, that's why I, that's why hashtag uh, stand with Stone is something that like I wanted to start because I don't see this as any other thing other than the fact of it's a political attack. Because you are 
associated with the President of the United States, and because of that reason, they are going after you. I mean, that's just to dumb it down for everyone playing at home. I don't see what exactly, other than that, is any reason to go to your house. First off, CNN being there prior is kind of like a little, little, little hingy that CNN is there before the SWAT team. As if they were, I don't know, tipped off. They drove fast. Yeah, they got there first. They did lights and sirens first. They just had Hillary, you know, out of the window going, instead of a siren. They get there first. They now go into your house. Now, your wife uh, is is, uh, hearing disabled. Am I correct? Yes. So um, the way this went down is um, CNN showed up 40 minutes before the FBI. They set up their they set up their camera seven minutes before the FBI strike force pulled onto my street. Uh, A CNN reporter sent a copy of the indictment to my lawyer by text. He had not yet been informed, but that copy turns out to be not the copy unsealed by the court at six o'clock, but a draft copy that appears to have been written the previous day. So, uh, and leaking, of course, to the media by the special counsel or the FBI would be a crime, would be a felony. But if you believe CNN, they were just operating on a hunch. <laughs> the fact that the producer on the ground outside my house was a guy named Josh Campbell, former special assistant to FBI director James Comey. So, yeah, it stinks pretty bad. Uh, and, of course, um, they, the special counsel's office knows that I am represented by an attorney. All they had to do was contact one of my attorneys, and I would have obviously turned myself in. Yeah. Uh, but they, they're trying to poison the jury pool. They want to make me look guilty before I've had a chance to prove my innocence. And now, as I'm sure you've read, the judge in this case is considering gagging me, uh, ordering me not to discuss or defend myself in public uh, because it might poison the jury pool when, of course, Two years of insidious leaks about me uh, have done exactly that. Just to be absolutely clear, I am not charged with Russian collusion. I'm not charged with collaboration with WikiLeaks. I'm not charged with receiving advance notice or content or source of any of the WikiLeaks disclosures, either allegedly hacked emails or allegedly stolen emails. I'm not charged with any of those crimes, although... You wouldn't know it if you read the New York Times or the Washington Post coverage. Well, that's what I'm saying. They paint you out to be something else. And if anything, by doing this, I don't see how this would poison a jury pool because it may... If I'm... Look, I'm dumb as a rock when it comes to this kind of stuff. I mean, I know the ins and outs of some political stuff, but I can clearly see that right now they got nothing... Other than your association with Trump and maybe your Nixon tattoo, maybe they don't like it. Other than that. Yeah, it's possible because I'm, you know, I'm the only guy with a dick on the front and the back. hi the, the, the point, of course, is that um, uh, now they want to gag me because they know if I'm allowed to speak, perhaps I can raise the money for my legal defense. Exactly. Recognize the government has unlimited tax dollars and a, three platoons of Ivy League lawyers to prosecute me, whereas I can have to go to the American people through my website, stonedefensefund.com, to try to raise the $2 bucks I need to try to stay out of jail. 
if I were convicted on all of these nonviolent political crimes, I would be going away for 45 years. I'm 66 years old. But on top of that, rousting my 71-year-old wife, who's deaf, uh, you know, at, at gunpoint at 6 o'clock in the morning and making her walk out on the street in a nightgown and barefooted while I'm standing next to her handcuffed uh, so CNN can film it, I think that's cruel and unusual, frankly. And it doesn't make any sense. This is what I'm saying. First off, a gag order doesn't make sense in this kind of a case because why would you not be allowed to talk about what you believe is either a conspiracy or what you believe is the the opposite of what they believe? You should be able to speak your mind. Also, that's your bread and butter. That's how Roger Stone makes his money. People give a shit about what you have to say. That's what you do. So essentially, putting a gag order on you seems a little bit like a personal attack and nothing more. It just seems, it doesn't make any sense. Logically, you your job as an author, as a, a guy that writes a best dress list, uh, a guy that has a dick on the front and a dick on the back, by the way, great joke. The fact is, it doesn't make any sense other than being a personal attack. So... That being said, if they were to actually, thank God, by the way, you didn't get the gag order or we wouldn't be doing this interview right now. Um, because I know that they were trying, you were on with Jim and Sam on Sirius XM. I know that much. Uh, Channel 103, by the way, Faction Talk. Check it out. Uh, but they, you know, that was might have been the last interview. But then now you're on what the judge is calling a media tour. They're like, oh, Mr. Stone, it's not a media tour. But meanwhile... Why would you, it's not a media tour? You're just going show to show trying to defend yourself. I mean, do I see? Am I seeing this wrong? And people want answers. No, I think you're. I, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, it's the government who's been conducting a media tour because for two years, I have had to read every other day, Daily Beast, Newsweek, HuffPo, Washington Post, New York Times, yeah. uh, Wall Street Journal. Roger Stone's been colluding with the Russians. No, I haven't. Roger Stone's being investigated for being the intermediary between the Trump campaign and WikiLeaks. False. I'm not charged with that. There's no evidence or proof of that because it's not true. So the government leaks like a sieve to try to destroy me and discredit me. Yet when I try to step forward and defend myself, why, oh, that's dangerous. It might taint the jury pool. They're already tainting the jury pool. They tainted the jury pool in the manner in which I was arrested. I mean, uh, you know, I'm not El Chapo. Yeah. I- I'm not Pablo Escobar. No, you're better uh, looking. Believe me, they had a lot fewer men guarding our consulate in Benghazi than they used to take me down. No, and they're like, all right, so we have, like, Jerry in the Facebook Live suite who's saying they want to gag him because he's making a fucking circus out of this. However, I'm going to reiterate the point because I know that Joe answered him already and saying that, you know, there's no facts, it's just bullshit. But I'm going to reiterate the point. If I was accused of something, you would literally have to gag me. Not put a gag order on me. I'm saying go out, go buy a fucking ball gag. You could probably find it in Nancy Pelosi's house. Go find a fucking ball gag and put it in my mouth because I would defend myself tooth and nail, which is what Roger Stone is doing. That's all he's doing. He's defending himself. If you're telling him he's wrong, that he did this X, Y, and Z, and he's saying, no, I fucking didn't, 
and they have nothing that really links him to anything. He's already given the emails. He's given the text messages. Yeah. Did he have a text message or, or an email? I forgot what it was, Roger, where you called some guy a cocksucker. Yeah. But he freely admits that he said it. <laughs> it's not like he's making shit up. He's not like he wasn't like if you ask. Here, here's the, the way you can look at it from this perspective. People were listening to Tom Arnold. That Roger Stone was a fucking... The moment we listen to Roger Stone less than Tom Arnold, I have a fucking problem, and it smells a little bit like collusion to me. Yeah, yeah, no, you make it... It's really, though, at the end of the day, it's really about the money. Because if I can raise the money to defend myself, they have a very weak case, and they know it. Yeah. Uh, so by gagging me, I can't tell people, you know, that I'm that I have a legal defense fund. Every penny goes to the lawyers. It's not going in my pocket, and it's going to cost me two million bucks. Plus, I got to go to trial in the District of Columbia. Voted ninety percent for Hillary Clinton. The judge is an Obama appointee. Uh, you know, it, 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 I don't even have a fighting chance if I can't speak, and my First Amendment rights allow me to speak. So, um, look, I, I have not I've gone out of my way not to try to litigate the case on a radio show because it's too complicated and takes too long. But Absolutely. Recognize the government in discovery dumped on us three terabytes of data. That's 750 million pages. I have four lawyers. If each lawyer read 150,000 pages a day, I still wouldn't be ready to go to trial by January 1st of next year. Uh, Which means, of course, that they have been reading my emails, reading my text messages, listening to my phone calls for two years. And where's the Russian collusion? Where's the WikiLeaks collaboration? Where's uh, any crime in connection with the 2016 election? Everything I'm accused of allegedly happened in 2017 after the election was over. So, uh, look, I face an epic uphill battle. I'm Italian American. I'm half Italian, half Hungarian. I'm Italian go. from the waist down, uh, and uh, and I have no intention of, you know, making up stories about Donald Trump or bearing false witness against Donald Trump to get the heat off me. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to make stuff up. I'm going to fight if yeah. people have my back. And, and Roger Stone has freely gone on record. By the way, we're talking to Roger Stone. Which is an amazing thing going on. You can uh, help his legal defense fund. Uh, Roger, tell him where to go. StoneDefenseFund.com. There you go. StoneDefenseFund.com. Now, when I was arrested, I was wearing a T-shirt and a pair of cut-off sweatpants. And my T-shirt said, Roger Stone did nothing wrong. <laughs> uh, you can get those. You can get those at 1776.shop. 1776.shop. The money goes 100% to my legal defense fund. So if you want to pick up your T-shirt and wear it in solidarity, um, you know, as Ann Coulter is doing, as my friend Milo is doing, as Pastor Mark Burns many other conservatives are doing, I'd be honored. But StoneDefenseFund.com, or you can go to WhoFramedRogerStone.com, takes you to the same place. All right, so what? So what exactly? By the way, did you think? Because you obviously, I know you watched it. State of the Union last night. It was on every TV set from here to Timbuktu. I know you definitely have watched it. What did Roger Stone think of the State uh, of the I Union? I actually thought it was. I thought it was masterful. I thought it was Reagan esque. It was upbeat. It was conciliatory, but still, the president didn't concede any ground. 
He made a very strong case as to why we need to secure our southern border. But where he really scored is on the question of jobs. I mean, 4.8 million new jobs since he got in, half a million manufacturing jobs. Those are the ones they said were never coming back. Uh, wage growth at the fastest pace in American history. Uh, uh, the lowest unemployment since 1969, the lowest unemployment among African-Americans and Hispanics in the country's history. I mean, that's a success record any way you slice it. And the only person who seemed unhappy about it was Leatherface. I mean, uh, it was, uh, 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 what's her name? Nancy Pelosi. Pelosi, yeah. Leatherface. From the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you might have remembered her from such films as I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker. Um, the, uh, Nancy Pelosi, by the way, I, I said this the other day, she looked like she was, like, happy that she was invited to the party, and then she found out that it was a party for the guy at work that she hates. That was her whole face throughout the whole thing. She's going over the script, she's going over everything. First off, I thought that was kind of rude, for you to be flumbling, you know, fumbling through paperwork during the State of the Union. Shut up and sit there, let him talk. If you don't agree with him... Don't stand up. It's very simple. I mean, like, look, I'm not a big Trump mark, but that man, I have to say, last night commanded the room. He had laugh breaks. They were singing happy birthday to a Holocaust survivor. He got chicks to stand up that were against him, but they gave him a standing O anyway. He worked the room. I mean, this is what we have to realize. We can't just attack guys like Roger Stone because we have a difference of opinion. You know what I mean? You have to work together or we're not going to get anything done, which I think was the subtext of the whole goddamn speech. We need to work together. Well, well, watching those women wearing white, I haven't seen that many Democrats wearing white since they formed the KKK. <laughs> I was just about to say they were missing their hoods. You're absolutely correct. Um, uh, James in the Facebook Live suite uh, said, uh, Roger should have used bleach. Use the bleach bit and acid wash his hard drives and use a hammer like and on all his cell phones like somebody else, wink, wink, Hillary did. So, I mean, I'm just saying. Well, unfortunately, I made the mistake of using the bleach on my hair. Hi-oh. So, anyway. Did you see, by the way, did you see Marley Matlin posting a picture of you at the salon yesterday? Yeah, I did. I wonder what she thought of the FBI rousting my 71-year-old hearing impaired deaf wife yeah. at gunpoint at six o'clock in the morning marley how'd you feel about that Th that's what i was like i was literally thought of that when i saw the picture of marley matlin who is literally the poster girl for deaf actresses and deaf oh. people everywhere because when you think deaf and you think hollywood you go right to marley matlin or you think of the chick from sesame street remember the chick from sesame street billy no I the one that you know she had the short hair and she didn't she couldn't hear anything couldn't hear oh. a damn thing that, those are the only two I can think of. And she's mocking Roger in a salon who was getting his hair done because, you know, the guy's going to be on TV. Huh. That's what he does. He also maybe wants to get a haircut. <laughs> Crazy fucking guy he is. Wants to get a haircut. She's mocking him in the thing. And you're like, but you would think that you would give a shit. He has a deaf wife. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you would think that like, you don't know anything other than the fact that you think he's working with Trump and he's in Trump's back pocket or whatever the fuck everyone thinks. And that's it. It's like, that's all they think of. They don't like him. And it's like, we get it. You don't like Trump. But you can't pick on everyone else that might like Trump. Who the fuck cares? Joe on this show loves Trump. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if he's, you know, he likes Trump. He's allowed to like Trump. He's allowed to like Trump. It's okay. We live in a world where you're allowed to like Trump. What, Joe? I, said, I am right. You are right. That's fine. 
He believes he's right, Roger. I can't do anything about it. I'm sorry. Uh, but, well, it, 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 yeah, there is crazy people in the world, Roger. It just happens. Um, I just, to me, well, like, I just, I literally just posted that response on my Instagram account a few minutes ago. I mean, she's an advocate yeah. for the death. What about the abuse of my wife? I mean, she's not charged with any crime. Yeah. Right. She's not allowed to touch her cell phone. They, 29 agents pour into my house. They tear the entire place up. Now, to their credit, they tried to put it back together, but, and I'd have to say, the individual FBI agents, once I was taken in custody, they were very professional and very courteous, but i got to tell you, many of them were looking at me and rolling their eyes. They didn't like these orders. They knew they came from Washington. They knew it was unnecessary. But did None they, of them said did, that, but you could tell by their demeanor. Roger, Some did very they, good they, men and women were forced to do this. But it, did they think you were going to run? It's really inappropriate. I'm trying to understand it. They, did they think you were going to run? What was the point of the 5.30 a.m. wake-up call with a full SWAT team, tanks, Ocho Cinco, your neighbor on freaking Twitter, writing, you know, there's like 32,000 squad cars on the block. You know, like, what was the fucking point other than by showing, you're showing, like, the, the, the use of force. We, like, we can assemble all these people to stop this guy. What was the actual point? That's what I'm saying. If you actually to, look to, to 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 try to make me appear to be public enemy number one to taint the jury pool. Look, 17 vehicles, including two armored vehicles, a helicopter overhead. I live on a canal. Two amphibious FBI units on on the water. He was going to swim for it. Completely surrounded by 29 agents, all wearing night goggles, all carrying, uh, you know, assault weapons, all carrying sidearms. A little over the top, wouldn't you say? I'm 66 years old. Now, I'm in pretty good shape, but I don't own a valid passport. Uh, I don't have a gun. I'm not a flight risk. I've been under investigation for two years. If I were going to destroy evidence, which I have not done, why would I wait till last Friday? It doesn't even make sense other than Robert Mueller and his uh, you know, cohorts wanting to flex their muscle in an attempt just to intimidate me, but also to color me for the American people as some kind of criminal when I have not yet gone to trial and there's no proof of that. It, it really is. It really is despicable. And the liberals who are cheering today, just remember this can happen to you. Right. See, exactly. cheering when it happens to you. And, and that's what I'm saying. I'm watching a guy that ha- literally has done nothing yet that we, there's no evidence of anything. If you like, if you said, okay, we got pictures of Roger Stone punching babies. There you go. You got evidence on something, something, anything, something. You got nothing. And he he wasn't going to jump in the canal and try to make, you know, swim for it and leave his, you know, no offense, leave your deaf wife wife sitting there and your house was all destroyed. Like, what the fuck is anyone thinking anymore other than the fact that they don't like, you know, uh, and he's not Roger Stone, this guy on the phone right now. Author of Stone's Rules. You can get the book right now, by the way, as well. Buy the book. Give, give him some more money. He needs money. You you would think he's already gone on the record as saying he's not going to go against Trump in the way he's not going to lie. You're not going to testify against the president. Am I correct, Roger? That's what you said? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to be Michael Cohn. In other words, I could probably get out of this jam. All yeah. I got to do is lie about Donald Trump. All I got to do is make stuff up, and, uh, but I'm not going to do that. Just not going to do it. It's not in my DNA. I don't know of any Russian collusion. I don't know of anything the president's done that's inappropriate or wrong. 
Uh, well, his tie's a little too long, but other than that. <laughs> have you? Have they come? Here's, here's a question. I don't know if you can actually answer it legal-wise. But have they tried to cut a deal with you already? I can't address any of that uh, right. at this time. Uh, but uh, I've made it pretty clear that I'm going to tell the truth no matter what. I will tell the truth, and I will not perjure myself. I didn't perjure myself in front of Congress. Now, I did say about Congressman Adam Schiff, if it's Schiff, flush it. <laughs> I mean, that guy is a one-man Schiff storm of disinformation. He's so full of Schiff, his eyes are brown. There you go. Uh, I mean, he's the greatest huckster, the greatest con man, the biggest Popeye freak I've ever seen in American politics. I mean, he makes Tricky Dick Nixon look like St. Thomas Aquinas. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing about Roger that you got to love, he... I mean, mine, if he had the money part down pat, like if he had the money and he knew that financially he could afford to do battle against these guys, he relishes this. He was the youngest person, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, Roger. When when they went after Nixon, right, during the Watergate stuff, you were the youngest person ever to be called to the grand jury. Am I correct? That is correct. I was 19 years old. I didn't do anything wrong there either. So, um, no, I'm being persecuted because I was for Trump, because yeah. I happen to be a libertarian Republican. That's why I'm being persecuted. Uh, i got to raise the dough. I need people to go to stonedefensefund.com. Uh, $2 million is a lot of money in small donations, but uh, a lot of people praying for me, a lot of people giving. If the money's there, I will fight. Uh, I'm not going to plead guilty no matter what, but I, I need lawyers, and lawyers ain't cheap. Right, I'm no. going to now. This is going to be the most dangerous part of this because I, I know we have to finish up. I want to see anybody in the room have a question for Roger Stone. Does anybody want to ask Roger anything? I'm being really nice right now and not pissing off Roger Stone and letting anybody in the room. You want to ask a question? All right, well, good night. Everyone start grabbing mics, and then they start pushing them away. So I don't know what's going on. Wait, you got you want a question? Wait, wait, you, do you really want to ask a question? All right, get on, get on Joe's mic. I'll put you on uh, six. Get on six. Uh, this guy, Roger, let me introduce you to Bisexual Marcus. Bisexual Marcus, this is Roger Stone. Go ahead, Bisexual Marcus. How you doing, Rog? Excellent. All right. Um, I, I, I guess... I, 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 after hearing what you have to say, I, I gotta say that I could, I could relate a lot to what you're, to what you're saying, being like falsely accused of, of a, of a lot of, of a lot of shit, and me being, me being like, I'm, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a Democrat, I'm not even a Republican, I'm more centrist, but it's like I, I could absolutely agree with what you're saying, and it almost seems like they're trying to force this gag order on you so that you can't defend yourself and i think to me that is to me that's unconstitutional yeah so it's like i mean i mean i don't know i don't know what is what in terms of like this case but it's like if you if you didn't do it i'd say you you, there's no reason why you shouldn't is there a question in here at some point? It's, I'm compliment. Roger compl- Stone is on the phone. I, I'm, uh, He's a very busy man. I, I get it. For Christ's sake, I know. The, the point of the point of this whole thing is just. I, I I hope you do continue to fight, and I hope they don't fucking silence you. Man. There you go. Well, I, I appreciate that, boys. I've got a. 
steak and a martini that somebody else is paying for, waiting for me. Very nice. So, uh, and I'm a man who needs a free meal these days. All right, round so of I applause. I appreciate being with you. I'm happy to come back if the judge does not gag me. Absolutely. Uh, Anytime you're not gagged. Many, many thanks. All right, Roger Stone. Stone, uh, what's it? Roger, you still there for one second? Yes, StoneDefenseFund.com. StoneDefenseFund.com. And, and, se- and 1776.store, right? Dot shop, shop 1776.shop to get your Roger Stone did nothing wrong t-shirt. There you go. Round of applause for Roger Stone. Okay. There you go, Roger. Thank you, man. Thanks, guys. There you go. You. All right. So, good luck, Stone. I opened, I literally opened the mic for, for uh, Bisexual Marcus, and he's like, I like you. I don't well, know what you did. But you're getting a... You, you blabbered a little. There was a little bit of blabbering. Wait, get on mic sick if you want to yell at us from across the room. Yeah, you, yeah yo, yo, fuck. I was saying I could relate to the man. Excuse she me. Was giving an Excuse me, not in front of Jojo Bananas. This, use your fucking language like that in I'm, front of Jojo I'm, Bananas. I'm sorry, sir. Jojo. For I'm fuck's sake. Saying. He's going to go bananas saying, on you. For fuck's I've been sake, falsely sir. accused of shit in my life, so I know what the fuck... I, I know how they, the fuck did, it feels. Well, stay out of the bathhouses. Yeah. Aha! Uh-huh. That no, that is bitches lying. The government. That's the government for you. That is the government. But see, that's what I'm saying. I th- th- here's the thing. My point, wait, Joe. Hold on, Joe. I'm talking. Shut up. If you, how do you not relate to that part of the story? Yeah. If you, you can fucking like Jerry in there is going, he's throwing a fit. He wants to call the show. If you have, <laughs> by the way, Jerry just Easy, said fuck Joe. you. Uh, James, by the way, said that was awesome. Um, and the Facebook live suite was hopping during that. By the way. Um, I want to bring up the fact, even if, and then we can go to, we have a break. We have to go to break. All right. So let's close on this. We'll go to break. We'll come back. Even if you are fucking not a Trump supporter, I'm not a Trump supporter. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Okay. At the end of the day. Is there a point to this? Yes. If you didn't, you have to be like Marcus. So I like, so like, I just wanted to tell you great guy. And as you, hey. He's a fucking guy. Hey, man, I just, you know what? Would you, hey, man, do you, you know, know what, dude? One time I sucked a dick, and and this guy told me well, I was actually, required. Well, actually, coming. Yeah, I know, gotta go to commercial. Um, <laughs> even if, if you if you never did something and and you get accused of it, you have the right to fight. Don't ever take someone's right to fight away from that, and that's what they're trying to do to Roger. So hashtag stand with Stone. Go to all the fucking shit that Roger plugged at. We'll plug it when we come back. More so. 718-577-1389. It's the Hammer Radio Show. We'll be right back after these words. Not from Marcus, because he can't get it out. Anything's possible with Commander Cuckoo Bananas in charge. This is Ham Radio, and my God, it's so gay. If you mean the old English definition of fun, enjoyable, and carefree, then yes, it's extremely gay. I think they meant the other definition. You're listening to Ham Radio. We're more than just TNA. Are you very sure you're not homosexual? Take a moment. Digest all that bull. We'll be right back. The Unfiltered Radio Network. HamRadioShow.com. ED Publications has proudly been serving the adult nightclub industry for over 20 years with news and resources for the strip clubs and exotic dancers. Visit edpublications.com to find out more about their yearly ED Expo convention and awards, magazine subscription, and advertising offers. 
Tootsie's Cabaret, located at 150 Northwest 183rd Street in Miami Gardens, Florida, is a 74,000-square-foot mega club with a 20,000-square-foot sports bar showing all major sporting and pay-per-view events. Tootsie's was voted the number one adult nightclub in 2012 and features full liquor bars and a full restaurant. Open seven days a week, 365 days a year. Missed an episode on the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode, as well as past shows, on hamradioshow.com. Go to hamradioshow.com and click on the downloads link. Come live the vivid experience in one of the hottest clubs in America and enjoy the best in adult entertainment. Party with the sexiest dancers and surround yourself with the most beautiful girls. Relax in an upscale atmosphere and enjoy the variety of first-class amenities our various clubs have to offer. Enjoy exclusive events and special promotions, live radio broadcasts and celebrity guest appearances, the hottest clubs from the name you know. Vivid Clubs comes in the night of your life. Religion Tequila, the world's finest premium 100% organic tequila, using only the purest organic ingredients and time-tested distillation process to create a true reflection of our commitment and collaboration with nature. Journey to purity and perfection with Religion Tequila, our vision, our devotion, our religion. 100% organic handcrafted tequila by Religion Tequila. Visit them on the web at religiontequila.com. That's religiontequila.com. Follow us, but not too close, on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash ham radio show. On Demand Salon, ondemandsalon.com. Professional door-to-door hair and makeup services. Let the salon come to you. Whether you're getting a blowout, blow over two, blow over three. Hell, bring in a blowout of four. It doesn't matter. Cut in style for special events, weddings, or whatever you need. On ondemandsalon.com. That's ondemandsalon.com. Prices and booking, 866-250-4145. That's 866-250-4145. On Demand Salon. On DemandSalon.com. Hello, this is Nick Foley, and you are listening to Uncle Eddie on Ham Radio. Bang, bang! Nice! I like this song. Come on. Oh, Chuck Berry! Never rock so well, but he can play a guitar just like he's ringing the bell. Dead go! Go, Johnny, go! Go! It's the Ham Radio Show. Johnny, go! Go! 718-577-1389. Johnny, be good. Beautiful thing I ever heard. <laughs> All right, so bisexual Marcus, to make up for uh, calling him a blithering idiot, and on top of you know, he actually did get a, a chance to answer the you know ask Roger Stone a question. Uh, we do have, I promised him, Uh-oh. we have uh, from uh, Taylor Stevens. We have the panties. Oh yeah, if you remember, and he wanted to smell them. Can I touch them? Hey, uh, now yeah, I don't want to smell them. I just want to touch them. Do you uh, think, pass the pigeons around do you first. Think, 
Jojo Bananas would go bananas? Yeah, okay. like, Jojo Bananas, you going bananas we when you look at that? Two people in the studio who came down here to smell some panties. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that Ed done sniffed all the scent out of Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you right now, if there was a, if there was ability to sell tickets, <laughs> I, w- I would totally just stand outside and go, who wants to smell some panties? I'd suck those tits, too. Oh, my oh, okay. God. Forget about it. I, 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 he, like, he stops at the word tits. He gets, like, nervous. I'd suck those tits. Man, how do you really feel, JoJo? Tell wanna, the people. I want to suck those tits. There you go. Good boy. Um, all right, so we got the panties over here. The, the pictures are going around the room. She let you um, do it, yeah. too. You got to go to Canada. And the where, and the where. All right, so here are the panties. I want to make sure the panties go to. Get it in. Get it in. Uh. All right, I'm going to open them up. I'm going to be a decent host here and open them up. I know Jerry wants to phone in, but Jerry, we're smelling panties right now. So you have Fuck any Jerry, music? that son of a liberal <laughs> bastard. Do you have any opening music, man, for the panties? Yeah, oh, yeah, no. Wait. Right, yeah. I I, no, I think I had. Wait, I think something? I did. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think I do. And not the national anthem. No. Oh, dude, they still. I can smell them through the bag. Uh, here it is. Here, here, here. I might. I might need to borrow these pictures. Oh at wait, the end they, of the are show. they playing? Well, five, six is up. I don't hear anybody near the microphone. I'd like for there to be a towel wait, in wait, the bathroom. Wait, first off, everyone shush. This is happening. No towel for you. Wait, of course, of course, my phone is not fucking doing it the right way. Because why would the equipment want to work the right way? Eh, it's not working. Fuck it. Now, so... <laughs> it made a left. It made a left when it should have made a right. So, you know what? Fuck the phone. We'll turn that fucker off. That can suck a bag of dicks. And I'm going to open the panties. Billy, you're, you're, you're on, you're on uh, sound effects. I am? Again? Yeah. All right. So, here are the panties. You got to get another Again, sniff in before I'm, you wait, pass yeah, I don't want to fucking... Mm. Oh, God. They stink so well. <laughs> God. Oh, it's so nice. Jerry, are you calling us? Yes or no? Cause like I think I'm. Oh, here we go. Wait, hold on. Got all day for an afternoon's delight. Yes. Hello. Yeah, who's this? It's Jerry. Jerry, hold on for a minute. We're smelling panties. Get off the phone, Jerry. Turn, wait, no, wait. Turn shut your... the fuck no, up. No, don't smell. Don't smell your Jesus panties. Jesus Christ! Everyone's talking. Jesus <laughs> fuck! Joe doesn't know when to shut up for four seconds. Turn your mic off. Get away from your computer so I can hear Jerry. I'm hearing Joe yell, Jerry fucking scream, me reverb through the fucking thing, and I'm smelling panties. Everyone shut the fuck up. I'm busy. <laughs> now be quiet. Hold on, Jerry. It's me. All right. And it's just a thing for your mood. Right. Take the panties, you fuck card. Shouldn't Jesus Christ. All right. I can't even get a camera over there, so it doesn't really matter. All right, Jerry. While Marcus is smelling panties, okay. what's up? How are you? I am. Uh, I'm doing better, thank you. I'm having the operation next week, the heart operation. All right, good. So you're you're getting uh, open heart surgery, am I correct? That's correct. And uh, they are they are making sure. Now, did that last interview almost give you a heart attack? Yeah, actually, <laughs> uh, that was wow. I uh, that was like being on acid. <laughs> that was something else from him. Wowie, wow, wow. Well, you, you, uh, you, he's he's the only guy that is potentially going to be convicted. 
that's putting on a media circus, wearing T-shirts, selling dolls, doing all this and that shit. Usually a defendant, oh, I don't know, they keep their mouth shut and uh, and let the jury decide. <laughs> Wait, hold on, Jerry, because JoJo Bananas, is, they passed the panties over to him, and I didn't yeah. know he was smelling the fucking panties. I turned to my left while you're talking. No, take a big whiff. Go ahead, JoJo. Take a big whiff. It's the biggest smile he has as he got in here. He's going through. He's going through stage four uh, cancer. So I mean, he. It was like a Make a Wish program. Yeah, yeah, you want to smell it? It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's uh, what did he call uh, that? That fantasy wish thing? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was make, make a, a wish. wish. Yeah, make a wish. Yeah, make a wish. He had one. He had one. Wait, hold on. He had one fucking wish, and all uh -huh. he wanted to do was smell a cam girl's panties, the beautiful yeah. Taylor Stevens. Who was it? Mm -hmm. what? what are you? What are you signaling, Marcus? I want those again. No, you want them back? Oh, you're yes. You're not. You're not gonna jerk off while Jerry's on the phone. I'm not. Why are you screaming? It's a microphone, you fucking tard. <laughs> I, it amplifies. What do you need? Take a picture. You want to take a picture of the panties? Oh, yeah, Jojo Bananas is taking a picture of the panties. Jerry. Oh, great. First of all, I haven't uh, admonished Joe in months and months and months. About his Trump stupidity. I've let him go, let him go, let him go, let him go, free range for all his time. Joe, he wants now, to now have a best, conversation with you. The best comment that I heard Roger Stone make. You know, as usual, Joe, 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 Jesus what? Christ, let Jerry talk for a second. Uh, uh, he's talking bullshit. Shut up oh, and let please. him talk. Here we go again with, I'm a liberal and I'm all this and that. Joe. I got to cut his mic so I can hear him. Here's my point. Anybody that loves Nixon as much as this guy does, that you tattoo that scumbag's face on your back, there's something a little mentally askew about you. You've got a little judgment uh, problem there. So that, that, that's what I'm saying. Why, why are you telling him to stop? He has no mic in front of him right now. Now I will let Joe fucking talk. Jerry, you shut the fuck up. Okay? There you go. Here you go. Now, Joe, go ahead. Back off, Jack. <laughs> go ahead, Joe. You fucking moron. <laughs> here we go. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Wait, me, me, Most of you liberals do. You call him, and all you say is, I hate him, I hate him, I hate him. And you don't even know why. You just I do him. know why. Now, tell me something. Tell me why, and I'll tell you why you don't. Because <laughs> He's you're a, a pathological moron. fucking liar. Idiot. That's number one. What? Number two, what, what, you didn't what, what, ask him the most important what? fucking question back in the 1976 campaign. What and are you, you can talking look about? This talking shit about up. Trump. You're talking about 1976? He was working for Bob Dole. Hang on a second. Bob Dole! Yeah, Bob Dole. Sorry, I'm talking uh, about Trump or Stone. And he was let go from the campaign. Who are Do you, you boys talking know why? about? Stone, Joe. Oh, about for soliciting Stone. a black man to I fuck his wife. I am not talking about Stone. Well, because, you know, that's you. a Republican I'm thing that you do. Fabric. You sort that Trump, out. You, uh, yeah, you farm that you out. You have no fucking sense at all. You don't even I have no sense at all. You, you can look it up, you fucking Staten Island moron. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Holy fucking shit. How close to fresh kills do you live? You idiot, you. Oh, here we go with you idiot, you. I've given you six months. You couldn't get a fucking thesaurus and find some new words? 
The problem is you can't this even talk. I'm just leaning back. You know, I smoke pot, you smoke pot, but when I smoke pot, I, I don't smoke talk. pot anymore. By the way, with the hard shit, believe it or not. No more. Well, you should start smoking again. I like you. Yeah, there you go. Stone. Yeah, give myself a heart attack. Well, How about so the animals? Republicans can make this a better world for all of us. You know, you got two black guys in the room, and you got Republicans there. I don't know how those black guys are not killing you guys right now. We shall overcome, baby. Get them. Take the house. Take the house and get those pizza rolls. We shall overcome. Excuse me, excuse me, to the to the black gentleman in the room, uh, Jerry. Jerry, we'd like to join your party. Uh, he wanted to become a member of the Black Panther Party. Uh, what does Jerry have to do to uh, make the uh, the the the, the uh, grow a brain. The team, so to speak? Well, you got to paint his face first. You got to paint his face. I no, 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 no. That's not acceptable. In my heart. I am I am African American because I'm a short white guy with a little dick that gets overlooked by society. You're the opposite and, of a black guy, yeah, then. We don't use little dick in the African community. Yes, they have giant, humongous dicks. You're the opposite. You are technically your body, Jerry, is the size yeah. of a black guy's dick. Do you understand? Well, well that's that's well, okay. Hey, come well, on, you know. Jesus Christmas. But my soul, in my soul, in my soul, I relate more uh, to that gentleman than I do to Joe. You know nothing. You know nothing, and you are nothing. I know nothing. I remember, Jerry, listen, Jerry was born a young black man in the South. That's right. Yes. He was raised among the reeds. And and Joe was born an atypical Italian. Oh, and it's all about him because he's so proud of it, you oh. goofball. Joe, he called you a buffangula to the ground. Yeah. This fucking mazanok. This mazanok. No more rabbit. By the way, giggle, giggle, giggles in the face. <laughs> giggles in the Facebook. Stop making me laugh. I got to read. Giggles in the Facebook live suite. I love the part when he said Staten Island moron. Just so you know. Uh, by the way, Shut also up, Nick Nick has Nick has a great idea. In 2020, mm-hmm. election night coverage on this show, we do a special. Jerry and Joe host the election night coverage. Holy fucking shit! That would be hysterical. Well, Jerry, you know what? If Roger Stone can start a funding page for us, so that we can uh, get bail money. Well, uh, for that night, by the way, I'll be happy school. to do it. Seventeen seventy six dot store or yeah. shop, whatever shop. it is. Shop. Shop. shop, buy your shirt. Go ahead, Billy. I was going to say, but Jerry on edibles and Joe just smoking—that'd be wild. Two potheads. <laughs> by the way, and every time it literally becomes a thing. Every time on this show, where I get amazed that the two potheads. Are the most I violent motherfucker. You don't see no fucking doing anything. No smoke the fucking. He ripped one before the show. Totally calm. Totally calm. He's in a tranquil place. Joe just turned as red as the wolves in here. That's what uh-huh. you're you talking about, Republican and Democrat. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, we're talking we're about yeah, a guy like Joe. Take a look around. Got a studio in his basement. Nice house. All of that stuff. Where does Jerry live? Jerry yeah. lives in Greenville. <laughs> That's why okay. 
Greenville, New Jersey. Yeah. That's because Joe's a all, fucking all, all Italian. The, all the liberals want to give everything away to everybody, but they want to use our money. Yeah, to that's do it. right, Joe. I want your money. Yeah, I want your Star Trek that's collection from the bathroom upstairs. That's what I fucking want. Yeah, that's it. But it can't get big with that. <laughs> You know, I'm going to leave you one of my guitars. Yeah, one of your guitars. One of your many guitars. One of your thousand guitars that you never fucking play. Yeah. Talk about Republican excess. Yeah, let me buy another fucking Bender guitar that I don't fucking need. Instead of giving money to the poor people. So they can feed their kids. Yeah, that's right. Hey, I worked my ass off to get all those 28 guitars. There's another one coming next week. That's right. Yeah, he... Every every week we come down here, Joe goes, you know what I did? I'm like, what, Joe? I bought a new guitar. <laughs> every fucking hey, week. Hey, ask the new guy. Ask the Black Panther guy. Did Joe try to give him that, that uncomfortable massage? No, what, he didn't. Yeah, but wait, bisexual Marcus might like the uncomfortable yeah. massage. No, not, uh, from, uh, not from Joe. By you the wouldn't way, take, wait a minute. You wouldn't let Joe, if Joe decided like to take you into a room and said, you know what, Marcus, I, did, I have always found you attractive. Oh, and this show is yeah, taking a bad right. turn. I just, you're, you're the one orchestrating. That's yeah, right. It's like Joe with panties in his hand. That's right. Let Joe molest me. That's right. I have the power of the panties. He questions like that with panties in his hand. That's right, Eddie. Let Joe molest me. That's fine. That's cool. Joe, Joe, Joe said his favorite actor was Kevin Spacey. By the way, Jerry, I fucking love you, sir. You, when I first started listening to this, that's Jerry. Know, Jerry's on the phone. I know. I fucking love this guy. Take the I cock out of him. your mouth. It's Jerry on the phone. Jerry. Joe is. <laughs> Joe is the Joe is the Italian right, piece of shit from enough. Staten Island hey. or whatever the fuck. He's the Italian moron. The Italian moron. You got more and I'm the Jewish idiot. So there you go. There you go. It's like the it's like the UN of fucking stupidity. <laughs> there you go. I got Joe. Go. Uh, by the way, Eddie, uh, did everybody. you take the knee pads right. off? By the way, you were down on your knees sucking Roger Stone's dick hey. so bad during that hey. fucking interview. Hey, first off, shit. First off, oh my god. Hold on, hold on. Like you were planing wood. Hold on. I swear to God. Hold on. What's left of the Holocaust? Hold on for a second. <laughs> All right. There when you I, go. Listen. What I'm saying to you is, I did not kiss his ass. I, no, you just had his come on his lips. No, you I, just had your no. lips so far up Says there. Says the two Trump on his the two haters. I literally said that I I don't like Trump. That was how we started the whole thing. I said, though, if you fucking have been accused of something, and I'm sure Jerry's going to say he did it anyway, but if you're accused of something and you want to prove your innocence, you have the fucking right to speak your mind. So put yeah, it but, if you, but if you're going to court, and especially if Congress yeah. is bringing you up on charges, you keep your mouth shut, you find some Republican attorneys that want to do pro bono, pro bono. Uh, and, you let them, and you let them do what they have to do. You don't have to make your case to the moronic American people. Why do because they have, why, why they when be you moronic? do that, you get people like Joe, and they it, get very upset because they think they know all the facts, and they don't know shit from Shinola. That no matter win or lose, he's got to fucking pay. So it costs him $2 million to defend himself against Trump, uh -huh. and Trump, Trump yeah. charges. And you, you know what? Idiot. He'll write a book and he'll make $4 million fucking dollars. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's the plan. If he makes it. See, here's, see, the thing that you guys aren't getting is he has the way to recoup the money. And that's what the good thing is. That's However, is. if you take that away from him, which is what their plan is to put a gag order, thank Christ he was able to talk on this show. And I hope to God, we've already talked about this off air, but I hope to God 
that this fucking interview gets quoted somewhere. We've already mm-hmm. sent it to TMZ. I want it quoted somewhere. No, like, Harvey Levin will be sucking on the tit of that. Don't worry. Oh, uh, why are you going to say Harvey Levin and suck? Now you're a homophobe. Now you're a homophobe. of them, so they play go. that on TMZ. Excuse me, my excuse me, my Jewish weeble wobble. Listen, <laughs> God damn it, God, Joe. Well, you you let, let Joe have the floor for a second. No, I honestly think Jerry and my debate is a lot more interesting than anybody else's debate. Oh well, there's Jerry a shock. Nothing. He knows absolutely nothing. Comes with no facts. All, all Jerry I know like absolutely nothing. And no facts. Every time I argue with you, this is the same shit that you bring up, and I bring up facts, and you tell me I'm an idiot, and you don't counter with. Shit, shit, I hate, I hate. You know, did you listen to the State of the Union address yesterday? Did you have the... Uh, a, a oh, I know the, the address is Did he watch the State of the Union address yesterday? Watch? Yes, did you watch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched the movie Liar, Liar. Yeah, yeah I'll, <laughs> You know, I'll, I'll, bet, I'll bet you you... you, 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 you Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, when you look at all these facts that are indisputable... About what facts? What facts? If you can see right now Jojo Banana's face, I'll turn everyone's mic back on in a second. If you can see Jojo Banana's face, Who's just soaking this in, going, what the fuck did I walk into? What the <laughs> fuck is going on right now? You have that. you got Joe in the back screaming his head. He is literally turning pink. Yeah. Look you at Joe. Make go bananas. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't coming here for that. He came here to sniff the panties. Right. Oh yeah, he and, and you, that you, was you the bonus. The that was the best thing of but all. But the panties time. will subdue you. You're, you need to take a sniff of them. Joe, drawers, you want to sniff the panties? No. They'll calm you down. You take a sniff of them drawers to calm you down. No, no, fuck down. you. After after the show, if you're a good boy, don't ever call the show again, Jerry. <laughs> don't ever call the show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just call in to see if you'll have a heart attack. That's all. <laughs> but you're the one with the heart the condition. Reason, then I'm going after your wife in the house. Oh! oh, oh, oh. Joe, he's taking your house. Yeah. He's taking your wife. Oh, dun, dun. oh my God. They got a dog now. They, it's not his dog. <laughs> Don't take the fucking dog. That's mean. Well, it's a rented dog, yes. My wife's a conservative. She'll hate you. Ah, uh, what kind of do- what kind of dog is it, Joe? Uh, a poodle? Uh, no, uh, the Labrador. Uh, no, a, uh, a yeah, yeah, a gold, golden. No, it's a, a golden doodle. No, yeah. um, it's a good dog. Yeah, I it's named, a good dog. I named him Trump. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Come here, Trump. Yeah, why? Because he shits all over the house. <laughs> <laughs> no, he pissed on a Russian hooker once. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he bites liberals. Uh, well, Don't hate me because I'm beautiful, Joe. And by the way, we missed you at the stand-up show. Uh, he was invited. Uh, I don't want to hear excuses. You're not allowed to come out after 9 o'clock at no, night. The street sure, lights I, were on. His wife said, no! I got my ankle bracelet on. No, you uh-huh. can't. No! 
But I did invite him, Jerry. So I, imagine oh. if this would have broke out at Caroline's. If Joe and fucking Jerry at the table at Caroline's. You know a I stage you, that JoJo Bananas has performed on multiple times. Nope. And these two were fighting in the crowd? What the fuck? <laughs> fuck you, Eddie. All right. I, uh, Joe, uh, Jerry, I got to hang up on you because I got to finish this thing we call the show. All right. Oh, I buddy. miss you guys. Love you. And I'll keep you abreast <laughs> of the open easy, Jerry. Round of applause. Yeah, right. It was a good fight, Ooh, guys. It, fun, it was a good Jerry. fight. Luck with that. It was a good fight. Love you, Joe. Oh, oh buddy. All right. Okay. Uh, Take care. Take care. JoJo Bananas, thank you for being on the show. We're going to invite you back because I don't think we've had enough of you. we got to bring you back. Uh, to DDP, Roger Stone, fucking Ricky Love, bisexual Marcus, everybody that's in the room. Free speech is never silent, so always speak the fuck up. And remember, if you're going to fuck that chicken, make sure it doesn't have a gag order or is not a dumb Italian. That's what we've learned today on the show. Until next time, I say AMF, motherfuckers, and you know what that means. Adios, motherfucker! Bye. The Ham Radio Show is a production of the Unfiltered Radio Network and broadcast live from the Bunker Studios in New York every Wednesday night from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on unfilteredradionetwork.com. All material heard on the Ham Radio Show is copyrighted by the Ham Radio Show. Some material may be copyrighted by its respective owners. Any reproduction, rebroadcast, or retransmission of the Ham Radio Show's material without the written consent of Ham Radio and or its affiliates is strictly prohibited. And if you don't understand all that legal mumbo-jumbo, here's Billy to explain it to you in not-so-technical terms. So, asshole, that means you can't use this without our permission. Fuck you. <laughs>